All right, folks. Welcome back to yet another episode of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. As always, I am your host and author, Stephen Craig, and uh, we are so pleased to have you back with us this week. Uh, in this week's column, um, I take on a phenomenon that I basically, I have to admit, I only know because of my students and my kids, and that is YouTubers. Um, <laughs> I, uh, the article is entitled Famous for Being Famous, and for the life of me, I cannot figure out what any of these people are actually famous for. And I think it sets a really bad uh, precedent. I, 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 when I would ask a number of my seventh grade students um, how many of them, you know, what they wanted to do with their lives and what they thought, you know, they were going to be when they grow up. I cannot even begin to tell you more than like, even I'm going to be a, you know, an athlete or, you know, a singer or anything else. The number one answer that came back to me was I'm going to become, I'm going to become a famous YouTuber. And I eventually, uh, just started shaking my head and realizing that, um, we live in an age where being famous is more important to people um, than being talented or um, or being influential to actually making a difference in the world that we live in. Um, and I, I fortunately, my own kids haven't fallen too far into that trap. They don't really watch YouTube videos. Um, but as I started doing more and more investigation into who these people actually were, uh, I became more and more convinced uh, that we are falling further and further down um, into a cultural abyss uh, where, again, it's not the idea of, of being like artistically relevant or um, adding somehow to the cultural and culture and world around you. It's just about being famous. And with that, I bring you this week's Truth in a Thousand Words or Less, famous for being famous. Much to my chagrin and the unmitigated amusement of my children, I am set to turn 50 in just a couple months. That's right, Craigers is turning the big 5-0. Which leaves me wondering, how did that happen? When did old age sneak up behind me and club me over the head like Bam Bam Rubble from the Flintstones? I mean, I don't feel old. Sure, you know, every once in a while my shoulder flares up, my knees don't rebound from skiing moguls quite the way they used to, but... I'm not like old, old. At least I don't act old. Or so I think. That's the thing about aging. There you are being cool, safe in your knowledge that you are indeed hip to the times when suddenly out of nowhere comes the recognition that the popular zeitgeist has passed you by. That you are now nothing more than an aging relic relegated to the ignoble dump heap of cultural irrelevance. That moment can come in the form of looking up at the Pepsi Center marquee and realizing that you have no effing clue who the headliner is, even though they are selling out a 20,000-seat arena. Or it can come in the form of the dismissive eye roll one of your daughter's friends gives, uh, gives her after hearing you tell one of your jokes while driving them home from the mall. Or it can come when you scroll through the YouTube channels your son subscribes to, only to find yourself not knowing who any of them even are. Either way, none of us, I'm afraid, are immune to the ravishing winds of time. And before you know it, you too will wonder how and when you became so damn uncool. Doubt me? Well, take a look at the list, this list and tell me what they all have in common. PewDiePie, Dude Perfect, 
Oh, Rubius, OMG. Mr. Beast, no period, apparently. And Logan Paul. If you correctly surmise that they all made 2020's list for most YouTube subscribers, either you are far hipper than I am or simply have far more time on your hands. Either way, you understand a lot more about this cultural phenomenon than I ever care to. But you want to know the crazy thing about all these internet celebrities? From the best that I can tell after hours of research, much of which constituted frantically asking my kids who the hell these people are, all of them are famous simply for being, well, famous. By any reasonable measuring stick I know of, none of them have any real talent whatsoever, other than mastering the not-so-delicate art of prostituting oneself on social media. PewDiePie, a Swedish YouTuber with all the substance of an Ikea meatball sandwich, is known for Minecraft videos and meme reviews. Wait, seriously, you can make a living reviewing memes? What the hell is there to even review? They're usually a freaking sentence long for crying out loud. What goes to show you what I know, this affront to good taste and self-respect has over 100 million followers and has made $70 million in, new, in 2019, though I do believe he has taken a break from the platform to focus on more serious ventures, like producing funny cat videos. Dude Perfect is a site run by a couple of Texas guys performing various trick shots and stunts. You know, sort of like an NBA mascot or clowns at the circus, but with a much wider audience. How much wider? How about 47 million subscribers wider? I'm assuming the NBA mascot and clowns have a combined audience of about 10. Or even worse, take Alubrius OMG, otherwise known as Ruben Doblas Gunderson. This walking embodiment of American anti-intellectualism actually has 36 million subscribers, all to watch videos of him playing video games. Which goes a long way in explaining the obesity problem in this country as millions of kids sit around playing video games only to take a break so that they can watch video clips of someone else playing video games. And we wonder why we have fallen to 24th in the world in reading, right behind Taiwan. But perhaps worst of all are brothers Jake and Logan Paul. For the life of me, I still can't figure out what either of these two actually do other than get beat senseless in boxing matches by vastly superior athletes. Yes, Jake did actually win his bout this past week against UFC fighter Ben Askren, but I think comedian Pete Davidson said it best when he stated, I think today proves the fact that if you have enough followers, you can truly fucking do whatever you want. I mean, maybe PewDiePie will cure cancer and Charlie D'Amelio will become a surgeon. Who knows? Not knowing who either of these mental toadstools even were, I decided to watch a couple of their posts in order to get a sense of what compels nearly 25 million people to follow them on social media. Needless to say, my time investment was not richly rewarded. Rather, I walked away with a vague sense of horror at the notion that folks like this could somehow become internet sensations despite having nothing worthy to say. It was like listening to a crack addict ramble on about how he just needs $20 to buy a bus ticket to pick up his daughter in Ontario 
even though you know he couldn't leave the country unless it somehow involved extradition. So just how do these internet celebrities set the course for their meteor meteoric rise to stardom? Mostly by purchasing enough bots to convince other equally feeble-minded viewers, i.e. teens, to think that they are somehow worth watching. That's right, most of their celebrity is founded on purchasing enough fake followers to make real followers think they have something valuable to say, even though they don't. This is literally a case of style over substance, though in the case of the Paul brothers and their questionable preponderance of neck tattoos, the style point is certainly up for debate. In the end, this really comes down to an unfortunate statement about how far our culture has slid with the advent of the internet. Suddenly, rather than being lifted up to thought-provoking scrutiny of culture and ideology, we find ourselves mired in stupidity and mediocrity. So maybe getting old and passed by in terms of cultural relevance isn't so bad after all. If this is where our society sits today, I, for one, am happy to sit this one out. Yes, perhaps I will never hit 100 million followers on YouTube, but I will also never have to whore myself out on the internet. Well, unless, of course, you include Match.com. As always, I thank you for listening to uh, this podcast edition of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. If you have any questions or comments, or uh, you want to just hit me up on Match.com, <laughs> just uh, go ahead and uh, send me an email at craigdogs at yahoo.com. Uh, otherwise, we will see you back here next Thursday uh, with another edition of Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Until, every, until then, everybody, peace out.